everyone. Happy Friday. What's new? Today, February 17th, 2023. Well, has anybody ever heard of sabotage? I spoke at length about espionage, but not too much about sabotage. Is it part of this new generation of warfare that we're under right now? Is the U.S. under a barrage of sabotage? And who's responsible? And the Democratic National Committee and the Deep State have now turned their machine against Kerry Lake's attorneys, looking to disbar them and looking to destroy all election deniers and fraud accusers. So don't forget to hit me up with some engagement. Uh, leave a comment down below, like, and subscribe. Also be talking, uh, since it's Friday, I'm gonna give it, uh, be giving a cigar review. The Macanudo Inspirado line. Uh, the orange cigar. The cigar isn't actually orange, but that's the uh, name of the cigar. So I'll be reviewing that at the end of the podcast. So stay tuned. So let's get into uh, the news. So first I'm going to start out with Wikidiff. What's the difference between espionage and sabotage? Um, as nouns, the difference is that sabotage is deliberate action aimed at weakening an enemy through subversion, obstruction, disruption, disruption, and destruction, while espionage is the act or process of learning secret information through clandestine means. As a verb, sabotage is deliberately to destroy or damage something in order to prevent it from being successful. Sabotage, the destruction of an employer's property, destructive or obstructive action carried on by a civilian or enemy agent to, hinders a, to hinder a nation's war effort, an act or process tending to hamper or hurt deliberate subversion. Now, who is responsible for this sabotage? So the New York Post has reported airport power outage forces 16-hour flight after U-turn. So if you didn't hear, a power outage at JFK Airport uh, forced a New Zealand flight to change its travel plans during an eight-hour journey to the Big Apple. International flights in the JFK's terminal were brought to a standstill Thursday when a fire caused a major power disruption, travelers were required to travel to alternate terminals and airports or come to terms with having to travel on a different day. So here we have another fire that is responsible for a major disruption. Now, people have been talking a lot about the food processing plants with all the fires and mayhem going on there, uh, helping to raise food costs, but there are these types of disruptions all over the place, and a lot have been attributed to sabotage, including train derailments. So the Daily Mail is reporting another Norfolk Southern train carrying hazardous material crashes near Detroit just a week after the derailment caused toxic leak and exodus from East Palestine and Ohio. So, and if you didn't know, there was also... Um, a truck accident near Tucson that resulted in the same uh, evacuation plans. 
I mean, this is going on all over the place and um, people have to start wondering, there is sabotage going on. Uh, we've had it with the power grid, people shooting at power stations. Uh, now this, we all know COVID was um, deliberate uh, in a sense. Uh, we don't know to what degree it was deliberate, but we know it was deliberate uh, to a certain sense. And now with all these other fires and all this other mayhem happening, uh, and it seems to be happening in cycles. Like first it was all concentrated on food processing, and now it has moved to uh, hazardous chemicals being trucked and trained all over the United States. Not to mention the distraction of the weather balloons, and we'll get to that in just a minute. But first, Kerry Lake's lawyers hit with bar complaints, a legal group, well, we, I wonder where, uh, how they're affiliated, a legal group, probably connected to the DNC, seeking to shame and censure election denialism is behind the effort. Of course it is. And this is from NBC News. A legal group plans to file bar complaints Thursday against four lawyers representing Carrie Lake in voter fraud litigation. Lake, a Donald Trump acolyte who has refused to accept that she lost the governor's race in Arizona last year, complained or campaign on the voter fraud claims first popularized by the former president. She filed lawsuits before and after the ele election advancing the claims despite having no clear evidence of election fraud. And they always say no clear evidence of election fraud. And there, you know they ha uh, she has a case because they wouldn't be going to such uh, extent to bring her down. Why attack her lawyers? If she doesn't have a case, why are you going after her? her attorneys. And this just doesn't stop with Carrie Lake. Uh, the Washington Post reports election deniers face a nationwide wave of pushback. And it has a whole story here about how um, the pushback is coming mostly from opponents of the Republican Party. Also, NB uh, MSNBC News is also reporting Democrats look for opportunities to secure dem democracy against GOP election deniers. So the election deniers is basically people that believe that there's some voter fraud going on. I'm one of those people for the simple reason is get rid of mail-in ballots, okay? And then we'll talk about all the other things about electronic voting and, and electronic counting machines and all the other what seems to be malfeasance that happened in Arizona. But you'll find out if you get rid of mail-in balloting you want a ballot harvest. Okay, you want to make ballot harvest illegal. You could go ahead and do that. But you have to get rid of mail-in balloting because sending out ballots to God knows whom and having those ballots returned um, out of some sort of chain of custody, if you cannot put the ballot, if you cannot directly connect the ballot with the person it was issued, then I claim fraud. I claim that it is illegitimate. But they don't want to talk about that. No one wants to talk about that. So going on to other news, uh, New York Post reports UFO shot down um, by a $400,000 U.S. missile that may have been a $12 hobby balloon. And I went into this uh, earlier in the week. That the fact is, is that, <laughs> that these missiles cost hundreds of thousands of dollars and you're shooting uh, things out of the sky that could be taken down in another fashion. Certainly that doesn't have to be done by a, a fighter jet flying a mission, which costs money in itself, and then shooting an expensive missile, which of course is a boon for Raytheon and other defense contractors 
Lockheed Martin and the like, but it doesn't really solve the problem, which is there's, there's a lot of sky junk floating around, a lot of different balloons and stuff. And should we have a military concern with each and every one of them? The answer is no. But obviously, if there's a giant Chinese spy balloon flying over ICBM sites in the United States, that's obviously of some concern. But what they did with the documents is the same thing. Then you flood people with, look, it's their document, classified documents everywhere, their balloons everywhere. This isn't any of the concern. So Aviation Week, uh, Week is also reporting that Hobby Club's missing balloon feared shot down by the U.S. Air Force. And then uh, another New York Post article. This is, if you haven't noticed that Don Lamont is in hot, hot water, he was obviously frustrated by being demoted to the morning show and his frustration is uh, is apparent uh, on the morning show he's at now because Poppy Harlow, his co-host, leaves CNN set after tense exchange with Don Lemon. Don Lemon's sexist rant about Nikki Haley on Thursday turned the stomachs of his co-anchors and added to pressure on CNN boss Chris Like to dump the acid-tongued host. So Poppy Harlow walked off the set. Um, Don Lemon should be, I mean, he is the worst journalist ever. Um, worst journalist of the year, Don Lemon, and uh, he doesn't deserve to be anywhere. He was demoted, and he was so, uh, so full of rancor that it ekes out, leaks out onto the set. You know, you don't you don't put somebody on live TV that's that's going to, you know, have a hissy fit because he's, you know, he doesn't like the fact he's been demoted. He should have been fired. Moving on, the Washington Examiner has reported uh, John Fetterman, the newly elected stroke victim to, uh, to the Senate. He was elected to the Senate from the people of Pennsylvania, supposedly, with lots of mail-in ballots. Fetterman checks himself into Walter Reed for clinical depression. He's been having uh, health problems for the past two weeks since he was at a Democratic Party retreat and he mysteriously fell down, not of a stroke, mind you. He was feeling lightheaded. Um, I say poisoned. Um, they're looking to cast him aside to put his wife in uh, or somebody else, obviously. But they just wanted to secure the seat. And since he had some momentum going into the election, they decided to leave him in. They just did some polling and realized that the people of Pennsylvania were so stupid, the Democrats in Pennsylvania, that he wore a hoodie and he's one of them. And, you know, I'm a stroke victim too, so I should elect the stroke victim that can't even pay attention to the, uh, the goings-on uh, in the Senate. How are you going to elect someone to Senate that... Um, that can't follow what's going on. It's just, it's really ridiculous. I mean, it's almost as bad as the Democrats um, electing a dead person, uh, you know, whatever. So the Wall Street Gen uh, Journal, in their opinion of pieces, uh, America's longing for authenticity, reflections on Nikki Haley's announcement, Super Bowl ads, and Will Smith's humiliation. So this is just a, uh, by Peggy Noonan. A lot of you might know who Peggy Noonan is. She goes off. And I'm not gonna get into the whole opinion piece it's just the fact she goes into Nikki Haley's um, announcement for her presidential run in 2024, and it seemed so trite, and it seemed fake. And yes, America is longing. I just want to echo the fact that, and her opinion is that America is longing for authenticity. I love authenticity. Most people do. They're sick of synthetic. They're sick of fake. 
They're sick of disinformation and propaganda and fi- and and everything fake, fake news. Um, people just want someone to come a uh, come across as honest, uh, faults and all. People will accept people with faults, um, or politicians with faults, or candidates with faults, as long as they're honest about them. People want honesty more than anything else, regardless of what your makeup of constitution may be. Um, people even like America's not necessarily, but folks around the world will accept a loser who is defeated in a fair fight, but still might have, you know, it's the old underdog story, still might have um, redeeming qualities. You know, the whole thing about redemption. So the Hill reports, Hawley proposes, and this is um, Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri. Hawley proposes ban on social media for kids under 16. He is putting forth uh, this for, um, I don't want to say propaganda purposes, but uh, it's a way to get people to understand the damage that social media, that's actually mind control and propaganda that is being uh, propagated by social media. So he's trying to call attention to that through this bill. There's no real way to enforce whether or not kids under 16 can use social media. So uh, that's not really going to go anywhere. So we're moving quickly now, and I just wanted to get into my uh, cigar review for the week. It is Friday, so... If you do indulge, I am pretty excited about the Macanudo's new line of Inspirado. So Inspirado line of cigars has several cigars in this line. They obviously come in a variety of sizes, but there's the white, the orange, which I'll be reviewing today, uh, the black, the green, the red, and the Jameo. And I've started, I bought two, and I started with the orange because I heard it was highly regarded. And um, so I wanted to start with that one because it was reviewed as one of the best of the new line. This cigar aficionado uh, top 25 rated cigar started as a European exclusive in 2014. Since then, Inspirado Orange has earned countless awards and solidified its spot as a humidor must-have worldwide. I agree. It's probably the best new cigar I've had in quite some time. Handcrafted in Honduras, featuring tobaccos from Honduras, Nicaragua, and Dominican Republic, Inspirado Orange delivers a creamy smoke with subtle spice in this medium-bodied blend that provides a balance of sophistication and approachability uncommon in a premium cigar category. 93 in Cigar Aficionado, Top 25 Cigar Aficionado, Blend Breakdown, Honduran uh, Wrapper, Honduran Binder, Filler is Dominican, Honduran, and Nicaraguan. Tasty Notes, uh, Creamy Spice, and Nutty. Um, and my, uh, I'm just going to go into a couple other reviews first. One from JR Cigars, Macanudo. Uh, this is a short review. Inspirado Orange earned a distinguished spot in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of 2017. Inspirado Orange Cigars. Feature a seamless, oily Honduran wrapper and binder and a core of fully aged long fillers from Nicaragua, the Inspirado Orange. Displays unique flavors of hazelnut, caramel, and white pepper. I kind of disagree with that. So stop by and pick one up yourself. And then from uh, Blind Man's Puff, Blind Cigar Review, uh, you should actually go to that. I don't want to go through this whole thing because it's kind of long, but it goes through the review um, from uh, the first third as a medium or strong cigar 
second, third, and final third. Um, overall impressions, no problem with the draw. It's a well-constructed cigar. What you will find with the cigar, though, is that it does have spice notes. Baking spice, I was going to say, I um, felt that it had um, some um, cardamom and um, clove, it seemed, uh, some baking spices, maybe clove, maybe cardamom, maybe cinnamon, maybe even nutmeg, and caramel uh, undertones, especially in the first third. Uh, the spice is really uh, apparent, very flavorful uh, with these uh, spice notes, and then a creamy caramel foundation there all the way through. I think the spice and the caramel went all the way through. I didn't find much change in the thirds. Uh, obviously, in the last third, it gets a little more earthy towards the end, um, but it starts out very light and it progresses very, very nicely. Really great cigar. I'm just gonna leave you with a picture of my sampling. Like I said, I usually uh, smoke a Robusto, a shorter cigar, or a Toro. Um, very great cigar, I recommend it um, for. Uh, beginning smokers, or even if you're um, an accomplished cigar smoker, uh, check out the Inspirato line. This is the first. Uh, probably be trying um, the Inspirato White this week and this weekend, depending on the weather. So uh, check it out. Or if you don't smoke cigars, you forget about anything I just said. So that's it for me, Rudy's Revelation. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Leave a comment down below um, and let me know uh, what you're thinking about, what you think about sabotage. Uh, is the U.S. undergoing a bout of sabotage and who's uh, perpetrating it? Agents with the United States? Is it the Chinese? Are there anarchists? Right-wing domestic terrorists? We'll see. Follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, get our minds. I'll see you next week. This is a conspiracy. That's what this is.